we're talking about the metaverse being a place where we spend in a very large amount of time, potentially, as we go down the road. I th- honestly think it'll be kind of disappointing for... It's kind of like with Apple. They always got the creativity and the colors splashing everywhere. And look, right, it's right. a clean slate to do everything else. And then you start to use Apple for yourself. And it's like, yeah, I'm just using another piece of technology. It's because most of us will replicate something very similar and not deviate too much from who we actually are from the real world to the metaverse. Mm. It's going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like we're going to have, oh, look at Eric's really fantastical. Co- Your artist will. But it might not be Eric. It could be a pseudonym. It could be something totally different. Ooh. And then I just maybe think like at some point in time, the metaverse becomes right. the primary reality and the real world yeah. is like the secondary. Real quick, before we get started, CASCM is our content production company. Why content? It's simple. Content brings people together. I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at CASCM.com. We focus on podcasts and writing, one piece of content at a time. Can I just start off and just say, I'm really glad to be here with you today. Yeah. I'm really glad to be here with you today. We've got our digital writing utensils. We get to draw pictures while we talk. So if you hear a lot of, a lot of this... I don't think they're going to pick that that's up. That's me. You know, oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. It's, but you're like trying to open up the conversation now. I feel like that's you not how we down? do it. You want me to shut down the conversation? No, you're just talking. It's like mid-sentence and off you go. Yeah, you know, I mean... You slurp when you drink coffee? <laughs> if it's really hot. Kind of have to, right? I mean... Like any other drink, would you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you ever hear the people when they come down in the morning and they haven't had anything to drink in like 12 hours and they drink and you hear it going through their body? No, never what? <laughs> yeah. What kind of people are you hanging out with? Yeah, children. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean like, no, yeah. no, yeah. no, I can just, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I know that. That makes sense. Yeah, my kids yeah. wait till one time during the day to just start slamming water <laughs> as they're outside, clearly dehydrated. And they come oh, in like, yeah. oh, oh. Of course, my kids have gotten into this really bad habit because we don't just let them have Gatorade or a bunch of sugar you know, coke die. It's good for you. Well, it's just all the sugar. What they'll do is they'll go ride their bike around the block one time. Food dye is a problem. Sorry, you talk about the riding the bike. I like yeah, that. Yeah, but we'll yeah. come back to food dye. Okay. Yeah, but they'll go ride the bike around the block one time, come back in. Oh, I just did a lap around the block. Can I have a Gatorade? I'm like, no, you can't have a Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you call that work? Yeah. It's hot out. Yeah. I will say this though, since we're talking about kids on bikes, we'll still come back to food coloring. So I got both my boys a road bike, you know, eight and 11 years old, and they look great on the bikes. Got great deal, used bikes, all that stuff. Who gives a shit? The most important part is last night I was out riding with my son, just around the neighborhood. We're just chilling. And he's a good bike handler, my 11-year-old. And he's behind me. And he decides to try and crank it up, which he'd done several times that night, which is fine. You know, really speed things up. Well, something happened. I'm guessing the chain slipped or whatever it might be. And he ate shit real fast. No. Yeah. He was okay. Helmets on, everything else. Got some Knees, elbows? road rash on his elbows and on his side. Was he excited to go? Oh, he's not going to school. It's not school yet, but show some friends. I know. See, we are going to the beach this weekend. And I told him, I got him watching the Tour de France with me and some of these other classics races in the mornings. And he was laughing sometimes when he'd see these massive pileups. And I thought, man, I'm just telling you, like, that shit hurts. And these guys are all bandaged up the next day. And I'm thinking, ah, that really hurts. Road rash is painful. Yeah. Hurts a little bit in the moment, but then all that adrenaline comes flooding in. You're fine. It's not until you get in the shower. You're like, yeah, oh, it. yeah. what yeah. has happened here? 
which is also another reason why they shave. Yeah. Because hair and road rash is a nasty, it's a bacteria factory. Anyway, that's just a little side note. Yeah. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So he looks cool now. Okay. But this is my son who, he would come in a lot of times. He'd get a tiny little cut. His face, oh, dad, I need a bandaid. And I'm like, oh my God, no, you don't, man. <laughs> and he'd see me with just road rash from where I've wrecked or whatever, just, you know, walking around. I was trying to set the example, like, suck it up, bro. Road rash from just walking around? Yes. Sometimes I'll just collapse just on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No bikes. Yeah. I just, just dangerous just collapse. That's what we talked yeah. about last time. You yeah. know, it's not a pedestrian city we live in. Well, in the times that I've crashed. Or, or you might be just walking around your house. Hopefully that's pedestrian friendly. Yeah, but no, we put bumpers on all the corners. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. That's for my safety. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So yeah. I tell you what, you know, you want your kids to be tough and which he was, I didn't belittle him. You know, I didn't say like, Hey, suck it up. And that's only because there were two pedestrians right there. Otherwise, yeah. I would have totally belittled him, mm. crushed his spirit, and then used that to bring him, bring back, him up. back up. Yeah. And then also remind him that daddy's always in charge. But we had pedestrians, so I couldn't do that. But honestly, man, it, like it hurt. When I look back and I saw him like on the ground, oh, it's tough. I was like, oh God, that hurts. And it really made <laughs> me emotional. regret it. Yeah, because yeah. a part of me was like, oh, I shouldn't have got him a road bike. And the other part of me was like, shut up. Of course you should have got him a road bike, man. Kids are supposed to get scraped up and yeah. beat up. Yeah. Yeah, and he did, man. Good chapter in Jordan Peterson's book. He's like, don't bother children while they're skateboarding. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's a good, read the chapter. Or, you know, Audible. Is that in the uh, 12, 12 Rules for Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the it's, book. Uh, you, you have it. Have I've you read, read it? it? No, I've skimmed it's good it. stuff. Yeah, yeah no, no, I love no. it. He's got two of them, but he talks about it. And like in Toronto, you'd go around and these kids would be skateboarding. They wouldn't be wearing helmets, no protective gear. And he loved watching them. And yeah. people would freak out. And then the city like shut it down. Like mm. no more of this stuff. He's like, well, the kids are going to find trouble somewhere. Of course. You're not going to let them get in trouble here. Where are you going to get them in trouble? And it's like, you know, falling down. You don't want to like hurt yourself. And you do watch some of these kids skateboarding. You're just like, my daughter got into it. And yeah. we were going to the skate parks, like down mm -hmm. at Renaissance Park. It's wild. Now you got to watch what time of day you go. Of course. Because yeah. everyone had their turn, mm -hmm. unspoken turns like it just like they knew it was your turn yeah. and if something happened they would help you out people were giving tips yeah like it was like this little community now there's always a couple here and you see some drugs over there like that's you, <laughs> you see some that's drugs over there some yeah. prostitution yeah. over there yeah. little yeah. homelessness yeah. over there go, that's saying that's time whatever. of day matters yeah time of day matters yeah of course yeah i mean that's in every part but so i was a skater i used to be a skater oh yeah yeah like that's that was you. i was hardcore into it that was my that whole was big deal in the from, 80s well this was, you know, late 80s, 60s. early 90s. Yeah, okay. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. I mean, you're older than me. Okay. You can't make old jokes about somebody younger than you. Why not? Just because I got this wisdom beard going on <laughs> and you still have like, you know, 13-year-old face patch. I cut a little bit. Today. I know, you shouldn't have done yeah, that. No, I told yeah. you to grow it out. I did. It's still grown. It's oh, fine. So, okay, yeah, so carry on. Technically, yes, it's always growing. We're always dying, whatever. The point is, I used to be in skateboarding. Look at these teeth. See how one's discolored? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's because it's a fake. I slammed that sucker right out of my face when that's I was a real tooth. Wow. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Busted. Just face first right into the concrete. Mm. I crashed a lot. No helmet, no pads. And we didn't have skate parks when I was a kid. Yeah. We would just Oh yeah, you would go on the I curb. I would go get stairs, wax, right? Yeah, wax yeah, yeah. stairs. You just wax those things up so you could slide and everything yeah. else. Man, I, I loved it. It was yeah. great. Yeah, my dad used to say, because he was a dentist, and the people that would come in, rollerbladers, skateboarders, yep. bikers, always constant head injuries, mouth oh, injuries, God, jaw. Man. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. And wear then, a helmet, wear a mouth guard. It's like, <laughs> what am I going to go to the park and wear a mouth guard? <laughs> I know. I think about what we put on our kids these days compared to what we used to wear as safety gears when we didn't have safety gear. No. Yeah. Well, I we mean, were kids, I think. Like, they didn't have car seats. They just get in the back seat. Yeah. But like a pinball There's back a picture. There. <laughs> I'd rip. We'd probably tell you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Seriously. It's like, I'm a in good the station driver. wagon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And then leave news. them in the car when they go inside of the convenience store to pick up whatever they got to get. And we're sitting in the car right, still. But they crack the windows. Okay. Just I mean, breathe. come on. See the kids just like <laughs> his heads. If that happened today, you'd get out there and they'd be escorting you oh, to jail. Dude, man. I know somebody, and I've heard too many stories. This is not to try and take this to a tragic, but, you know, let's. Yeah, I mean, even our van, it's Debbie a downer again. I'm sorry, man. My bad. Okay. Okay. Even our van has a reminder on it that says, you know, check rear seats, you know, for children. Because did you put the sticker up there to the van? No, it's all built. Man, so ours is a 2022 like a reminder, a sticky note. Sorry. You're like, check we got for those... children. Yeah, geez. Yeah, that's real animal. Remember to brush your teeth. Check. Yeah. These vehicles, man, these 2022 um, Honda Odyssey, it's oh, a minivan, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like driving a computer. Yeah, it just does all the work for you. It's not even fun anymore. There's nothing for you to really control. Yeah. It even will tell you, you know, if you kind of drift a little bit, totally awake because you're drifting, you can feel it trying to jerk the steering wheel mm. back. And I think that's not a safe mode. I, you know, they built yeah. these things for 10 and 2 o'clock moms who are terrified of the road. Hey, dads, too. Well, dads 10 and 2 is not a thing anymore, by the way. They teach no? it a different way. Oh, yeah, it's not 10 and 2. Where they teach now? I like, forgot. It's like 9 and like 3. I don't know. Ask my kid. 7 they and 5. Like, yeah, it's something <laughs> random. Or it's just, would it be? That's 12 o'clock over there. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all digital now. Which the clock, you know. Yeah. But what about if someone cuts you off? Does it like, does headspace pop up and it tells you to start <laughs> meditating? Because there's a lot of that. Now, here's an idea, which I wouldn't be surprised if something like this comes out. Years ago, so this is related. When I was looking at, or I can't remember if I was doing this for a project or just working on some of this stuff myself, but looking at future transportation, I was thinking about technologies that would be showing up in vehicles. So this is beyond the autonomous stuff. This is like more of an AR type situation. So you're driving along your entire screen, you know, billboards, if you stick your head out the window, the billboard just looks like a blank piece of like, it could be green or white. There's nothing on there because everything is designed to be captured specifically to you based on data. Yeah, this is when I was, I was looking at, this was a part of a client project. We we're looking at you know, widespread use of data. And the problem that we have with big data today is that even though we have artificial intelligence, we have algorithms that try to decipher this data, we still aren't giving it the right kind of inputs to make sense of the massive amount of data that we have. But if you imagine a future state where we are able to use that data, our personal data is able to be used in such a way that it can really narrow it down for us as to what we want, not just on a, an emotional, financial, intellectual level, but also on a genetic level, you know, just aggregate data. Just imagine a place where maybe one day we finally figured out and just, you know, it's not all fucked up. And so you start to imagine driving down the road and you're looking through your windshield and then that thing, you're seeing billboards that are specifically, they're designed ads specifically targeted to you. Very similar to what we see when we're getting on our devices, but everything is all intertwined and stuck together. So this comes back to Headspace. So imagine this type of situation, somebody cuts you off, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, that thing pops up right in front of you. The car starts to drive itself <laughs> because it yeah. knows that you're about to make some bad decisions based on historical data mm -hmm. and based on data that it's captured. Could be like your heart rate or something yeah. like that, yeah. And then it's doing predictive modeling about right. what type of responses you might make. And it just decides to go ahead and say, you know what, I got this. <laughs> yeah. I got this. Yeah. To me, I don't know. Do you want to live in a world like that? I don't know. It's getting to a point where like we need something because it might not be getting cut off. It could be tailgated. Yeah. That's a thing, right? And like, like this person's really close and like they're trying to make a point and you see them in there. And like, yeah. or when you turn... You ever see that when you're turning right and someone's behind you and they just want to go around you so bad yeah. and they can't wait and they go in oncoming traffic to get around you. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like it's just, and you're going to be gone. And the thing to do is like, you know what? Maybe they're in a hurry. Yeah. Maybe they're rushing to the hospital. Maybe something else. Maybe they're just an asshole and it's yeah. like not your problem. That's a them problem. I don't know. Like if you start like turning the vehicle around, do you think it'd be a good idea to be like, car would turn back around, like turn you around to your point. What are you talking about? If you start turning the vehicle like, around. Now you're mad and you want to go chase this other car down. I'm not saying you should do that, right? But if someone were to do that, because people do that. Uh-huh. It's crazy. I just heard yeah. a story of someone did something and the car came around and they showed the gun to the person. Like this just happened to some woman. They were driving and they just flashed a gun to them. They're yeah. that mad. Like you don't mess with these people anywhere right, you because you don't know what you're... I Seriously, right? Yeah. Like, you it's know, not worth it. Yeah. So I don't know. So like should headspace or should some app like control your emotions yeah it's a little well, much that, and that is that is incredibly irresponsible and stupid yeah. somebody's flashing and it's much more likely now you can't control that that someone's going to go to take it to that level okay let's so let's say that person does that they've got a gun i'm driving the car i've got a gun and then i'm just triggered by this no no Gosh. pun intended they show theirs i show mine it's like what do next yeah. is it just like yeah. okay great we've yeah. even the playing field or is it is somebody going to point and shoot like, so this we're going to so go stupid. backwards we talked about it last time mm -hmm. alexander hamilton aaron burr yeah and they have a duel yeah and you just go out why don't we have duels anymore duels that's like it things go like history repeats itself maybe sometimes yeah, not really know. but that's what it could be i like the better it rhymes that's what i like history rhymes i don't know yeah, yeah two people have an issue like they we're just go deal smart. with it yeah but, but it's just bad and they usually would deal with it. I mean, not, you know, duels, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how mean. we went from headspace to duels, but no, no, I, that was I probably me. Yeah, I guess that it comes down to this is how much should you care? Mm -hmm. You know, so if you really, if we want to take a track down self-awareness here, I'll give my own example. Because I think about this a lot. If I'm out on the road on my bike, and again, I've told, I probably shared this in the last episode, I make sure that I'm not hugging the white line. I'm about two to three feet, most likely two feet out. Because in, again, in the state of North Carolina, we've got the whole road. Now, so if I'm out riding, I'm also very conscientious about drivers, mm -hmm. you know, if I can hear them coming. And if I'm coming up around a corner and they can't see and, you know, I wave them through if I see they've got a clear shot, you know, again, building goodwill. But there's definitely times where I'm riding and there's oncoming traffic. And again, this is out in the country or when I'm starting to get close to the city again, where you're getting into more traffic. And some folks will be behind me and they decide to pass me while traffic is coming and they're giving me a wide berth going into that lane. So I'm kind of conflicted. So number one is, thank you for giving me a wide berth and not trying to come super close to me. And then the other thought, which is usually accompanied by hand gestures, like, why would you do that? Yeah. Then the next thought is, well, technically they were giving me space. They would have just hit the other car. And I'm sure there's always a possibility I could have gotten hit by flying debris or whatever, sure. but they were doing something to look out for me. I mean, I'm not flipping them off. I'm just throwing my arm up. You know, I'm be like, yeah. hey, just like, that's just stupid. I don't know. That kind of get conflicted. Is should I care that much? Yeah. Maybe you should stay off the road because if you hadn't done that, you wouldn't put this it's person in this predicament. Road bike. Road bike. Hey, you put the person in the predicament. They didn't know how to handle it because they don't see it every day. Oh, you see cars so I'm every responsible day. for their inability it's, to handle it like instructions it. in the road? That's something you should probably sleep on. No, it's not. Yeah. Definitely isn't. Yeah. I've been doing this for close so to like, 30 years. In that situation, if the car, took over. She's so mm -hmm. like, listen, we've never seen a biker on the road with you traveling at this speed before. Right. You're not equipped to handle the situation. So right. we're going to do it for you. Right. Takes over. You calm down because you're like, look in, they see it, they sense it, car takes over, autopilot. Mm -hmm. Should that be a thing? Saves you, saves the oncoming traffic. This, now we're getting into a bigger discussion of... Self-driving. Well, and no. The technology is secondary. 
the primary discussion that we really have to have in this scenario is about society in and of itself. What I mean is how compliant, rebellious, how would we define that, right? I mean, a compliant culture would be far more accepting of vehicles and technology that would make decisions for them. My own observation, and then studying and being a student of history, and just looking at human behavior in the United States, for example, in the vast majority of the United States. Now, obviously, there's your big cities that tend to be more compliant with rules and regulations and all this type of stuff may not fit into this mold. But a lot of other places, including here, we're much more independent. There's more of an independent streak that says, hey, look, technology should aid me, but I'm always in the driver's seat, no pun intended. Yeah. If that's a pun. So okay. whatever, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so it's technology like should it. always be riding shotgun, not the other way around. Okay. You know, but some people say, no, I'm fine with technology being in charge. Mm. I mean, we see that obviously with the folks that have crashed in their Teslas. Again, that's going to happen inevitably. It's going to sure. happen as new technology is being developed and it's still, you know, growing and learning and all that type of stuff. So I think what we really have to decide is what kind of culture are we becoming? You know, is there a certain point where are we becoming more rebellious and independent Mm -hmm. or are we becoming more compliant and accepting, Mm -hmm. you know, of, okay, well, these things are just part of our life. We just need to do what we're told. Yeah. Well, when you bring up cars crashing with the auto on a Tesla. Yeah. So technology, it's like a crash happens. Right. And all of a sudden it's like, well, this will never work. Where it's like crashes happen. I'm sitting in my street all the time. So like, is the expectation with technology Mm -hmm. that it has to have like, has to be a hundred percent. Like there can be no, it's zero, unrealistic. It's unrealistic, but totally. that's what that's what the media is making out to be. So if a Tesla crashes, that's the media. They're looking for shit to get you outraged about. I get it, and that, maybe I am a little bit outraged, and this will bleed is into this some your of my outrage. That you it's texted me there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We have your outrage. We have to yeah, yeah, go we ahead. Do. No, going. we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the mistakes are going to happen. It's of like course. they can't believe it that your computer could have failed something. Right. It can never get something wrong. But when you get something wrong, it's like, oh man, this person gets something wrong every day. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. It doesn't answer the question. Right, but it, well, I think it's going to be the response like that's going to be in proportion to the promises made by the founder or the technology itself. Because here's a fact: the one thing that overpromises and underdelivers 100 percent of the time is technology. Mm-hmm. Every time we buy apps, we buy devices, promising us this utopian type situation where we become so productive and can do everything, and then you get your iPad, and you're like, "Well, shit, this doesn't look like the commercial." I mean, yeah, the device does, but. I'm not flowing like they were. And where's my soundtrack? That real cool, fun soundtrack, right? You know, like I should be just drawing and that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It becomes more and more difficult because you have to learn this or do this or you have to connect to this or maybe this isn't compatible with your work server or whatever. Or there's bugs, there's fixes that need to be taken care of. Or like one of the apps I'm using right now that I subscribe to and pay for, Every time I try to contact customer support, it takes me to a page that says, oops, you know, something went wrong. I'm thinking, how is this possible? Yeah. So it becomes more of an inconvenience and pain in the butt, oftentimes taking up more time. But if you recognize that technology consistently overpromises and underdelivers, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have technology. It just means adjust your expectations. Uh, that's good uh, for people too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if Tesla is promising all this, you know, game-changing, paradigm-shifting, the way that we think about driving... And then people crash. Of course, you've just left it wide open. Right. You say, well. You expected this thing to take over cities and no one's driving exactly. anymore. And overall, I would imagine, I would think, and maybe the expectation's too high, that the safety with self-driving vehicles would actually be better than what we have today. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of variables in there that there's we're not many variables really for sure. I'm just saying overall from a macro level. Yeah. yeah. Well, but again, it's not about, you know, if you're just looking at data and saying, well, what's safer and what's, you know, I think you're right. Thank you. We as people, we take a lot of risk when we're driving. Yeah. So sure. But in order for self-driving cars really to be successful, the way I understand it, one of the reasons why, you know, I mean, gosh, 10 years ago, they're like, oh yeah, you know, by 2022 or 2025, there's going to be X amount of self-driving cars on the road. And it's like, no, there's not. Yeah. No, there's not. It's yeah. just stupid, mindless projection. Yeah. The reality is, is this, is that you cannot have that type of a situation unless you have smart technology built into the roads, built into all the other cars, and you have a, you have a language, a common language between technology that can be spoken. So my car should be able to talk to your car. So in the situation of being cut off, for mm. example, yeah. Right. It's funny to talk about headspace popping up and taking over the car. But what would be even more interesting is that somebody cuts me off, another vehicle cuts me off. Well, my instead of me, you know, getting upset, my vehicle communicates with that vehicle, mm-hmm. letting it know, like it's almost sending a data, like, hey, you came too close. Mm-hmm. That was close. Don't do that again. And now it becomes, oh, okay, that's an input. And then that input yeah. now goes into the system like and that. it knows that it needs to move further up before passing yeah. with this type of vehicle at this type of speed. You know, think calculations that we can't make as human beings. Yeah. Then it makes a little bit more sense. I like that. You know, so, you know, and the funny part of that is you can imagine vehicles getting pissed, especially if AI becomes more sentient. Mm. It has feelings and it has personalities. It has missiles. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Missile lock, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. man. No, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. The networks, right? Like right. these everything, which is already is, right? Watch, phone, all this computers. It's going to be, everything's going to be networked. Like, yeah. one of these mics that just get, there it is networked in a way. I and mean, there's a little yeah, computer thing. In. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. plugged in, but like even more so. So like right. to your point of all of a sudden the cars are networked together. Yeah. And they're communicating with one another. Yeah. Which you have like ways. Yep. GPS. Yeah. yeah. And you see the other Wazers on the, I don't know if they call them Wazers. Well, they, <laughs> they do now. They do now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you see them, right? They wave, you wave to them, whatever. But what? I don't yeah. wave. What are you talking about? You wave to no, the No, there's like a whole, it's the idea of you see these like emoji looking things out on the road. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's just funny. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Google wave to them. Ways. I know. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. So it's like ruined it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry, I'd like <laughs> so, so much money. I know. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. But it is, it still exists. I mean, you can still use yeah, it. I know. Yeah. But it's all Google. A lot of well, data. I mean, but, yeah, data. the network of all these devices, everything being connected. For sure. But not just the devices, right? So the problem that you have with a lot of these devices being connected, Apple's a perfect example. It's the APIs can be connected mm-hmm. to various mm-hmm. things, but it's a closed loop system in general. Mm-hmm. Whereas Windows is far more, I mean, they're closed right. loop, but they're more open, yeah, yeah. right? You well, can do more and tinker and, and yep. mess around with. So if you have a closed loop system, you need to have a common language that can be spoken between all of these that is not having to wait on updates from other systems because then that that can throw everything off. Wasn't like HTML, like this open source, like anyone could go and create something. I got it. It's not Apple. It's not Microsoft, but it was like, yeah. I thought it was JavaScript. What that gets into the name of the podcast, the metaverse, metaverse, right? Where it's just open or it's not, you don't want Apple, like you talked about last time, you don't want Facebook meta controlling the metaverse. Whoever right. owns the metaverse could own the world. Like they're yeah. talking about like godlike. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's so having this open source where all these different things can come in and play in this metaverse. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The book that I'd mentioned before we started talking, the Matthew Ball, the metaverse and how it will revolutionize everything. That's how does it revolutionize? Homework. You're going to the beach. Yeah. 
Get the Audible. Listen to it. We'll talk. Is the Audible good? Does he actually read it? I'm reading it. I'm actually using my... No, but I like Audible too, so I'm not hating on it. Yeah. I might do both. I might listen along. I like that. Yeah. Because you can do that. You can buy the book. And listen And you can like, they'll say, oh, for $7 more, get this, and then they'll read it to you. Sometimes. Sometimes. A lot of times you're paying the exact amount. You should buy it, Mm -hmm. and you should get all of them. Not the print. I guess that would be expensive. But why not? Sometimes you pay more for the digital than print. Yeah, no, that's a whole I, I, no, I haven't seen that. I have. Really? Because most of my books are digital now. Because okay. we have so many books that are just sitting in boxes. I don't yeah. have enough bookshelf space for them, I think. Yeah. I'm it's good. I mean, you, like, oh. you like some books around though too, right? I do. It yeah. makes me look smart. Okay. And that's important. It's signaling. Correct. Which is a lot in the metaverse. We're talking a lot about signaling. Mm-hmm. That if you have a car or a sneakers or mm-hmm. whatever that is, your computer with your Apple icon on the yeah. logo on the back, that a lot of people are signaling, look at me, I wear Nike sneakers, or I have an Apple computer, or I drive this car, yeah. I have a Ford Mustang, whatever. So much of what people talk about I hear on the first level is people want to signal that. And I mm-hmm. understand it to a point of that. I know people do that. Yeah. But I think a lot of people don't care. Like they wear those sneakers because that's the sneakers they like. It's not for Jared to come over and be like, man, I really like your sneakers. Like I could care less if you right. like them or not. So I, there's got to be more to it than that because yeah. we're all talking about self-awareness. Like if you're signaling how much money you have or all the, and people are going to do that. But what if you just like the product and you don't want to signal it? I guess what I'm saying is in the metaverse, yeah. so much of it is, well, why would you buy that skin or that thing for $20 or 20 Bitcoin, whatever that would be? Yeah. If it's just, I want to have it. Yeah. So kids will do that. And I think you're bringing up a really good point here. But they also might just like it for the utility. I want that skin because like in Fortnite, it gives me extra speed or extra power or whatever that might be where it's like, yeah, it might look cool and I want to show my friends, Mm -hmm. but it also might just be because I can kill you easier. In the metaverse. Well, no, I mean, yeah, in all that stuff, there's always going to be an element of, hey, I like this. This feels like me. Mm -hmm. I want this to be my, and it can be pretty mundane. Right. Right. The way it's usually advertised or talked about, it's always going to be somebody comes in, they spend a lot of time crafting their right arm and then their left arm looks different. And then they've got this type of helmet or that, whatever that might be. That's not the majority of people. I don't believe for a second, at least when we're talking about adults. Yeah. Kids for sure. Cause it takes a lot of time to do that. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of the adults, and we're talking about the metaverse being a place where we spend in a very large amount of time, potentially as we go down the road, I th- honestly think it'll be kind of disappointing for it's kind of like with Apple. They always got the creativity and the colors splashing everywhere. And look, right, it's right. a clean slate to do everything else. And then you start to use Apple for yourself. And it's like, yeah, I'm just using another piece of technology. It's because most of us will replicate something very similar and not deviate too much from who we actually are from the real world to the metaverse. Mm. It's going to be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like we're going to have, oh, look at Eric's really fantastical. Co-. Your artist will. But it might not be Eric. It could be a pseudonym. It could be something totally different. Ooh, and then I just maybe think like at some point in time, the metaverse becomes the primary reality and the real world is like the secondary. Well, you talk about Snow Crash, the novel. I'm sorry, I'm bringing up books. I know this is like- Snow Crash, Snow Piercer? No, Snow Crash. Don't know by, that uh, Stevenson. What's first is that name? the one where they ate each other's butts? That's because the metaverse. No, so you got to read no, up that on this alive. stuff. If we're going to be calling ourselves, sorry, look at this. Technology is not working. Of course I'm it is. I'm trying to, it got to log into my it's iPad a, with it, my it face. And it's yeah. just like, wait, you said the wrong word. We're after I you. Know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I don't Neil recognize Stevenson. you. I, I didn't even have to look it up. Oh, okay. That's when like the name metaverse was like coined. And he was just making shit up. Well, he mm-hmm. became like big time for 
security, for national security, for Epic Games, mm-hmm. right? So when they're trying to learn about the metaverse and what that is, right. you're gonna have to read that book, maybe. Maybe I will. But anyway, Euro is the main character. You're okay. gonna start drawing now. I am. Yeah, you're well, just doodling. it just helps It me. just makes you I'm think. I'm just doodling. Yeah, it's ADHD, I get it. No. He was a pizza delivery driver in real life. Right. But when he went in the metaverse, he was a sword fighter. And yeah. he would just kill anything. Right. Yeah. He was just a total badass. So yeah. it's like, he had 30 minutes to deliver his pizzas, like the Domino's effect. Like if you didn't get there, like then your pizza's free. Right. It wasn't that because it was run by the mafia. Yeah. But like here you have the person in the real world is this and in the metaverse is total badass. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but it could be a totally different person. And you wouldn't know if you walked down the street and met him that yeah. this is the, like the sword fighting king of the metaverse. No, I think that's absolutely true because we already see that with social media anyway. So looking at patterns oh, of behavior man. throughout history, that's the thing that really, when you want to talk about making a good guess at where things may go and how it may impact the future, the best metric, in my opinion, at least in my observation has been this, is that you just look at human behavior in the face of similar situations. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that, then you start to ask yourself, well, what's different about today than in human behavior, not in technology and, and what's going around in the external environment, but what's different today about human behavior than it was at this point in time when humanity faced a similar situation. Then you can start to compare and contrast. What you'll typically find is that there's really small differences, right? So you think about the turn of the century and the first industrial revolution, that rate of change along the line of human history was far greater than even the rate of change that we've seen in our lifetime. Yet we don't talk about that very much. The industrial revolution fundamentally changed every dynamic in society. Before, you used to have lots of kids because kids didn't live very long and they needed to work the land. So have 12, hope for six to make it. And then, you know, maybe three will make mm-hmm. it to, you know, the right yeah. old age of God. 60. Yeah. Like that was life. It was like sales numbers. That's just scary. Yeah. They call 12 people and hopefully you make... Well, where do you think actuarial tables yeah, yeah. came from, no, man? I get it. Life get insurance it. and actuarial yeah. based on these kinds of No, I know, but just to yeah. talk about it out loud, it's still like... It makes you feel like you're in a sleazy business. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, you went there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Totally. It is. It is. It's up there with like used car sales and, right. you know, injury attorneys. Data. Data. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. Human no, behavior. I like that. Metaverse. You brought something up earlier too, because you're like, well, in this year, these things will happen. So maybe think, I'm sorry, of another yeah. book. Uh-huh. 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Where they made these predictions of... What was the predictions? The predictions of like using iPads, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't iPads, whatever yeah, right, the yeah, flat yeah. screen was, they're sitting there. But it was in 2001. Mm-hmm. The iPhone came out, what, 2007? iPad was a few, 2011. Yep. So 10 years later, they had predicted like all these things. Or like you look at Back to the Future, and I don't know what that's considered. Yeah. But the cars were past the year, were past the Back to the Future year. I can't remember what, it was 20... 20, 2019 or something like that? I can't no, remember. We not look. even. It was like 1999. <laughs> no, I'm or... sorry. The year they went into the future and the cars were flying and then the sneakers and the hoverboard. Oh, it was early 2000s. No, it was just happened. Not just happened. It was pre-pandemic. Well, here, right? I hate to blow this out of the water for you, man. <laughs> Please. But predictions are notoriously wrong. They no. suck. They, they're almost always Okay, off. so the point is that those books, those movies, some. no, just, but like, it's not about predictions. It's about this stuff was always coming. Like there's these incredible creative people right. that thought about this stuff. It wasn't just like they were creative in writing. They really had to go and think like, what is a metaverse and what is the future going to look like? Yeah. And they made these predictions and they weren't necessarily right on their years, mm-hmm. but they were right in many other ways. Now it was oftentimes, and it talks about it in this book, that it was a very dystopian view. Like it's the end of earth. Yeah. And in order 
for the metaverse is like, that's where we have to go if we want to save our planet, stuff like that. Like maybe the metaverse Except. doesn't have to be <laughs> where you have to like, things are so bad in the real world. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know. Some people think it is. No. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I do. That you have to go to the metaverse because if you don't, then you're gonna have to live in the shitty world. So here's the flaw in that way of thinking is nobody's taking into consideration the amount of coal fire or energy production it's going to take to run those no, fucking systems. I that get, will kill the earth faster I, than anything else. I get else. it. And that's a great question. And so that's why you should listen to other podcasts, which like my podcast. What? No. no. So I'm talking no, to people who are in, in the world of building businesses in the metaverse, NFTs and all that. Yeah. And I want to ask, because I'm trying to understand it, right? Mm -hmm. Moving the eyebrows. This is not, you like can't that? see that. Yeah. yeah it was a I want to understand. Move. I want to hear them answer the questions. And I still don't have the great answer on this because you're 100% right. Thank you. There's other aspects of this. The, how are they going to do all this? Like we heard, so we use SiteGround to host our websites and most of our clients' websites, okay. right? London, as you heard, it was hot. It's hot everywhere. Yeah. London was like 100 something degrees. Right. It was almost like a natural disaster. It got mm -hmm. so hot. It was melting their servers. It was melting the cooling devices. It was melting the tarmac yeah. on in their airports. It's yeah. crazy. And so everyone's website, not here, but like, I think it was mostly in Europe. They made a post on Facebook and their websites were down like thousands upon thousands upon thousands. And some were e-commerce websites. Like when your site's down for 10 minutes, you're losing business. Right. People were freaking out and they have servers all over the world, but those servers were down. Yeah. And it's like, how do you manage this? Mm -hmm. It's a lot. No, you're right. So I don't disagree with it. It doesn't mean that, but here's the thing. One of the answers I get a lot of times is that's being worked on. There's going to be businesses that are working on no different of than course. security because yeah. they were like, well, people lost this much Bitcoin or they uh -huh. lost all their NFTs. And no doubt, the problem is there's people being robbed at this very second right now. They're getting hacked in their bank account. They're sure. getting stood up at gunpoint. Like it's happening. People's yeah. houses are being robbed. Yep. So it's not like robbery or stealing your assets wasn't a thing. The difference is we have some stuff like insurance. Mm -hmm. The insurance companies, won't, they don't want to touch this stuff yet. So no, I don't know when not. they get there. Yeah. So that's a problem. If like someone, I think we might've talked about another podcast. If someone hacked, took my credit card and made a $750 transaction at Walmart, mm -hmm. I want to say, that wasn't me. And they'd be like, okay, here's your money back and we're sending you a new card. Right. So it's protected. So some of these other things are not protected yet, but it's just going that direction. I just think it's so early in the process. Like yeah. we're still really early. And that's why this podcast saviors of the metaverse is mm -hmm. going to be so big because we're so early and yeah. it's really good. So somehow like you've done in the past, I brought it all back to us. I like so that. Yeah. You're getting so good at yeah. this, Eric. I just want to take a moment to recognize there was no purpose in that. I when I was started my little rant of whatever I just said, I blacked out Yeah, and I got to that the end the time. and never crossed my, I wasn't like, let's circle it back to Eric and Jared. Yeah. But you, or is it Jared and Eric? But now Sorry. that you're describing it, it's like, yeah. hey, when I was telling this really funny joke, here's what was really funny about it. Yeah. Oh man, my bad. That's bad. Mm. So you're saying because I told you... Don't explain it. No, I wanted that's to. That's what I'm saying. No, that's not I wanted to. Yeah, I know, but nobody needs you to explain no, it. But I wanted you. I'm not... That's not for the listeners. You want we me? We cut that out. That's nah, just weird. Yeah, yeah. Back to the don't future Don't cut year. it out. You talk about cutting stuff out all the time and you don't do so it. that was a good one. I've had so many notes today. I'm like, you're on today. I'm like learning a lot. Yeah, well, I'm here yeah. to educate. Yeah. You know, most of my other podcasts with you, I'm just bullshitting. Yeah, you are educating. Something yeah. happened. Well, no, this is what is I your... normally do, but I am, I'm having fun at the same time. Yeah. I mean, how many times can we just talk about the same old shit over and over again? Probably many, but I assume now, you know, I'm just... 2015, October 21st, 2015. That was for uh, Back to the Future, right? Was that the day we met? 
Was that the day we I met? I don't know. It was 2015. It was early. 1985. Uh-huh. We know that. That was Back to the Future. That, yeah. that was original. That was, yeah. But That's they had a whole thing because like when the day came, people were like, this is Back to the Future Day when it was 2015. Uh-huh. There's no cars flying around. Of course not. Yeah. Because there's no infrastructure to do it. The Chicago Cubs did win the World Series eventually. They stole that from Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. Game seven. Sadly. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Are you an Indians fan? Ah, I mean, were you? Yeah, Guardians now? I mean, I'm not... Uh, so it was like Browns, all Browns. All Who's Browns. Talking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the only team, you know, that I've really... I mean, but I would root for the Indians, yes. I've been to Indians games. Now it's the Guardians. So I couldn't keep that name. Oh, man. You're right. I mean, yeah. people don't talk about... I mean, it's like... That's I a guarantee tough one. you, you know who threw a fit about that? Not Native Americans. White people. Yeah. I'm afraid that this is offensive to some folks. Well, everything's offensive to everybody somewhere, you know? Yeah. Your beard is offensive to me, but I still like you. <laughs> Man, I'm just yeah. kidding. It's not offensive. Yeah, I don't know. But if someone was and it wasn't the right thing, they say you got to get okay, rid of it. Okay, fine. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't. Know if Guardians was the right choice. Like we, you can stay in like that rant. Well, you were going to go down. Washington I was like, going to football save. team. That's some dumb shit right there. But ex- well, exactly no, what they you changed it. It's, it's not the Washington football team anymore. Oh, it's the Commanders. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. should have started My with son that. was like, oh, you like the commanders. But it was like, that was what he was saying when he was in elementary school and you go to the playground, you're like, it's the commanders versus the guardians. Like, it's just it's sounds so, so cheesy. It like, is cheesy. Like, like, if you're going to be basic, be basic. Right. And I like basic. I yeah. think it's like simple. Like the lions. But it's like, like simple. Now I but, will, for the sake of, I mean, redskin is a bit. Mm, yeah. But it's, Times have changed where it took until the yeah. 2020 or I mean, whatever it was for them to get rid of like, it. I mean, you don't, who goes on to say, you know, a reservation and starts calling people redskins? I it, don't know. I mean, of I course, you're talking about, oh, yeah, I hope not either. That'd be that'd bad. Be, that'd be really, we should do an investigation on that. An investigative journalistic mm. trip where we take this podcast on the road. Like we go to different reservations, yeah. which they will probably beat the shit out of us mm-hmm. because... Who comes like asking stupid questions like that? People are like, man, we got jobs to do. That's what the New York Times person did with the Deshaun Watson case. So oh. she got, so she found out that he was reaching out to these mm-hmm. massage therapists on Instagram. Yeah. So she, this is like sales. Like, I was like impressed because they like write hit pieces and they're like after people. But she got on Instagram or social media and mm-hmm. she just reached out to him, DM'd him and said, can we meet? Can we meet? Yeah. So she like moved, like moved. She went to... Houston, sorry, I have Houston, my, yeah. my iPads open That's and like okay. some website and things are flashing everywhere. It's like, yeah. well, it's an unsecured focus. site. You probably got a virus name. Go ahead. <laughs> Not on Apple. They don't allow viruses. That's what she thought. Yeah, right. right. so that's what she said. Yeah. So, what? No, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, but so she went to Houston and met with all these individual therapists yeah. and talked to them. And there's like six, she reached out to all of them. She did a good job. Yeah, yeah. Which is what journalists are supposed to do. Yeah. Not just make up shit and then get online and, you know, which is what most journalists do. So like, if we do this, we're going to have to go all in. Like we're going to have, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like we're going to have to tell wife and kids, we're not going to be back for a while. We hope, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like undercover Donnie Brasco. Yeah. Like you might be able to show up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not do it. Unless we get some funding. If anybody out there is listening and would like to fund this, did you talk to Mark? I mean, you reached out to him last time. That's Zuckerberg for anyone. Oh, Zucks? Yeah. Zucky? Yeah. Nah, yeah. you know, he's busy. I'm busy. Yeah. And I don't ever want to give him the impression that he's more busy than I am. And I saw he's trying to... the same busy. It's like, what are you spending your time doing? That's none of your business. Yeah. Okay. That's just a fact. So I know this is mostly evergreen and I, I hope... Because I think you could just take you something from it in the Carolina metaverse and in the future. And all no, that. I just like... Because the decision came out. Mm-hmm. So we're in the middle of it. Decision's out. Yep. Six games. The NFL's appealed it. So that's going to be a process now. Yeah. 
wow, this would be a lot happening. Like the NFL is like, let's just appeal it because guess what? This is all anyone's going to write about mm -hmm. for the next, and it's going to be a lot of, it's all NFL from here on out. Yeah, man. It's all NFL all the time, but yeah. they're going to appeal it. And I've heard like his contract's more backloaded. So mm -hmm. if he gets suspended, say next year, the money impact is greater. Yeah. As opposed to like, if he can like wait this thing out and they can fight it. And it's like, in the meantime, while you're fighting it, he's playing. Yeah. That could happen. But then he could be suspended next year. But then they're like, I think, if I'm guessing, like they're going to come, maybe, I don't know, come to an agreement and they're going to say, I'm going to sit out the year, not mm -hmm. me, him, because I didn't do anything wrong. Right, yeah, you haven't. Yeah, not yet, not but yet. you will. No, worry about it. I'm a futurist, trust me. So, Go ahead. <laughs> If this says, because the money, because you can say no money, 16 games, I'll be done. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Like, because this is dangerous because now they want money. Right. And they're going to get someone else to see the case. Because the six games, when I've talked to some attorneys about this and like, based on everything that we've seen and what that judge saw, six games was the answer. Like people are freaking out like what it was five years ago, what Ben Roethlisberger got or mm -hmm. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and it's like, it doesn't based matter. On precedent. This is... Kind of, but this is a new bargaining agreement. This mm -hmm. is all different stuff. And it's based on this case is so unique compared to other cases. You can't compare the two. Right. And she wasn't looking at all 24 cases. She looked at, I think it was five cases, four, four cases. And then one Sorry. of them got thrown out for, I guess that was the one where the son had come and been like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, so it's really, it was only three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just changed the numbers. Maybe it was two. I don't know. I don't but know. I, no, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Here's my prediction. All you're good at this. Are, oh, you're pretty, no, I know, you're man. Baker's I here. Baker. I yeah. told you. I did. I just need to double down on all of this. Right. Yeah. No, he's not. He is. I've been tracking him. Oh, you've been this there? This first day. Sure, but yeah. How hot is it in Spartanburg? Oh, my God. God so hot. Unbelievable, yeah. man. I can't... Oh, oh, uh, it's yeah. worse than here, for sure. Yeah. But what I think is going to happen is this, is that the NFL is going to appeal it, and then... Well, they did. They did. Yeah. Okay, so no, that's history now. <laughs> and then the Players Association is going to... So, uh, wait a little bit. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take it to federal court, mm. and then I think Deshaun's gonna start. That's awesome. That's just so cool. I think that the NFL can waste everybody's time and money, energy and, and money that, yeah, for sure. It's federal court, like just yeah, it's a quarterback for the Browns. Like they're mm -hmm. not winning. Like, who cares? Sorry. No, it's no. It's a, that's just a fact. It's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. I hope Jacoby is like. I hope he does well. I do and too. Like the team does well. And yeah. they don't, it's like, wait a second, Deshaun, here's your $250 million. Mm -hmm. Go take the circus somewhere else. We're good. Is he worth it? I have no idea. I've never watched him play. Yeah. Never watched the Houston Texans. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah, only cared about the Browns. Well, Clemson, he was good there. I didn't watch college ball. Have they gone to Clemson and asked around have campus I there? the fact that I am not a sports authority I, to be trusted? I get it. I get it. I have instinct. You're watching YouTube film of this this you can see that. I'll tell you who's the worst at predicting all this stuff is all the talking heads. Like, uh, sports they are talking the worst. Heads? Sports talking heads. They miss the mark all the time. They don't like have stats on how off they are. No. Because it's okay that you are. Just yeah. say it. So like Weatherman. It's, you just throw a prediction. Like, yeah. And like Jim Kramer. Oh, and everyone's got a voice. Out We've been throwing, well, what are we doing? Yeah, so. but we admit it. We're like, hey, this may not be true. Yeah. These guys talk with conviction. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is what's going to happen. fact. Yeah, no. So what I do think is this, is that now that the NFL is appealing, yeah. the Players Association already knew that this was a possibility and they have every intention of running this up to federal court because depending, I don't know all the details, what was getting a little confusing to me is grand juries, mm -hmm. two grand juries, they basically said there's nothing here. Right. Which is pretty significant. So did Judd Robinson say that he committed sexual assault? Because as far as I understood... This was not criminal. This was civil because sexual assault is criminal. Right. And the grand juries basically said there's no criminal action here. And this is what I'm hearing, you know, some of these pundits talk about as they're talking about it is sexual assault. 
was it sexual misconduct? Is that the same? Or was it, because sexual assault, that's, I mean, that's a felony, mm-hmm. right? And so if that's a felony charge, but two grand juries said, no, there's no crimes committed here, and then it went into civil case, then what was this whole um, deal with the NFL? Was it just for the, her to look at that and decide what the punishment that's should be? It's just an NFL thing. Like, you're a private right. business, so the NFL can... So is she now saying that she has found that he was guilty of a felony? No, because she's all this saying, is matter no, going she's to saying court. he violated the... The conduct policy. Right. Okay, great. That's so, different. But we could have our own conduct policy at our own company and say, you violated it and you're now suspended or you're on leave or, course, or, or you're all fired. Yeah. Definitely, right? Yeah. So people do compare it to, well, they're innocent. That doesn't matter. It's a variable. Right. But what the company does with it, like, listen, you put us through this mess. You've mm-hmm. given us a bad rap and all yeah. these things. You're sitting out. Yeah. And they have the right, from what I understand, I get as all a that. private I get company. It. As okay. a private company, they can absolutely do that. And they brought in this, this outside arbitrator to determine what the punishment should be for, you know, number one, did he violate their conduct policy? But the way I hear pundits talking about it is like, well, she said he was guilty of sexual assault. I'm like, whoa, okay, whoa, hold on a second. Whether he was or not, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that this is where now you're getting into felony territory, mm-hmm. right? Now you're getting into criminal territory. If he did it, yeah. then absolutely he should be punished for that. But if two grand juries said there wasn't anything there, and then it turned into just civil lawsuits, and then he settled some of the civil lawsuits, and now it went on to what should these punishments be? And now it's coming back out. It's like, okay, well, that she's confirmed for the NFL, like he did commit this crime. And, and this is the thing that I just think is pretty irresponsible on behalf of a lot of the pundits that are out there talking about this. If I'm missing something, then, you know, I'll take all that back. But if I'm not, it's, yeah. you know, you got to think about the Players Association if they come back and say, hey, look, if you guys are going for more, then we're going to appeal this as well, and we're going to take it up to federal court. And they've got all kinds of stuff. They've got precedent to say that the NFL has failed to live up to their own conduct policy and therefore cannot enforce this conduct policy on this player. And then they'll do all kinds of stuff like block it. Well, there's some type of language about blocking somebody's ability to make a living. Right. All kinds of crap. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just going to get messy and nasty. Uh, and in that situation, I think that that happens, which I think is very likely, Deshaun Watson starts game one. Yeah. But eventually, so the part of the thing that they have to think about, and I'm not looking at the contract and we can pull it up, but if his contract is backloaded, mm-hmm. meaning if he misses a game this year versus next year, yeah. the difference in money where you're, okay, you're going to get suspended, they can tell. It's right. whether it's six games or eight or 16 or multiple, you're going to get suspended. So you'd rather take your medicine mm-hmm. and sit this out so you don't run the risk of like how much money could you potentially lose down the road. Right. So that's the thought. That's a variable. Like I said in one of our other episodes, the Haslam's aren't idiots. They're not just stupid people who have money that was given to them. I mean, they've been very successful in business. And, you know, as much as people want to shit on this contract, which is pretty insane, my instinct is that they had... Well, here it is. Here it is. His base salary this year... 700000 That's crazy. 690000 to be exact. Oh. That's what it says. I don't know if it's exact. I mean, that's what they say. Yeah. Next year... 46 million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow. But what's the stipulation on that? Oh, I don't know. I'm not reading the, exactly, the fine right? print. There's, there's all kinds of stuff that's... Absolutely. That's a difference though. He's got a signing bonus. He's got a different cap hit. So the signing bonus is still, it's $9 million. It looks like every single year. Yeah. Oh, just under eight nine nine three mm-hmm. zero zero zero. So that's a big difference. You don't want to lose next year versus this year. Now, right. at the same time, he could be like, listen, I'm grateful to just even have a $250 million guaranteed contract. Yeah. So if you take $50 million away, I should have not had that much. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think he's going to look at it that way. No. So I think you're coming to agreement. He's going to sit out more games this year. That's my I thought. think he's going to start. That's good. I do. I think okay. it's going to be that crazy. Okay. He's going to be the starting QB. Mm-hmm. 
unless the NFL, like if the NFL continues on this trajectory of appealing, yeah, he's going to be the starting. Look QB. at Cleveland, just like center of attention. <sighs> they got the Guardians. They got Sean. It's like, man, LeBron wanted to come back because their team was good and the Lakers were terrible. Uh huh. Like there's all these rumors that LeBron won, and they're like, we don't fucking want LeBron back. Yeah. He's like, about he's to already a big come deal back, like, laugh, come back. Like, come yeah. on, man. It's like, like get over it's over. Yeah. 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 He's good. He's a good best. Well, what's all this stuff going on with Tom Brady? I keep like hearing something about dolphins. The, yeah. They, the dolphins? Cause they were tampering. Cause he retired. I don't know the full story, but like Tom Brady retired. Yeah. And it was, the story was, he was never retiring. Like of course. there's no way he was retiring. Why would he do that? And the dolphins were in on it and be like, you're going to come here. We're going to give you ownership mm-hmm. or some sort of rights. And who knows? He's going to be yeah. like everything. And then found out that they did an investigation on it. And yeah. it turns out that they were tampering with Tom Brady. So they got in a lot of trouble. So the owner, Stephen Ross, mm-hmm. big Michigan business school, the Stephen Ross School of Business, whatever. He's suspended. Nice. Through like, yeah. 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 Billionaire, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure he's they really lost the first round draft pick and some other stuff. And Tom Brady's still in the Buccaneers and the Dolphins just. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins and Browns, AFC championship. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been paying more attention to the you know, what's going on with Baker in Carolina. Mm. And I think it's just because it's, the Browns lineup looks incredible, but the yeah. drama and the uncertainty around what's going on up there, I'm like, well, when the season starts, oh, yeah, in the preseason, I'm going to be, I'm going to be yeah. watching that yeah. as much as I possibly can. Yeah. But from when I got back into the Browns, it was the first year that Baker was on the team. I didn't even know who he was. I've told you the story. Yeah. I was getting up early in the morning and on HBO, they had hard knocks. I was like, oh, the Browns, like when I was a kid, you know, yeah. I'd left for 15 yeah, yeah. years and just they didn't give you a back shit. in. Right. I, again, yeah. I had no idea who Nick Chubb, Baker, I don't Look know who that. any of these guys were because I didn't watch HBO making it happen for you. That's what we talked about with like Apple, bringing people, right? Apple's going to have the streaming rights and then everyone's going to watch. And the next thing you know, these NFL fans are going to be showing up to the game with their iPads. Apple's and, not going to get the streaming rights to the NFL. They're, you're they're saying Amazon, right? Yeah, I definitely I think Amazon. That. I'll take Apple's side. That's fine. I'll take them both. I mean, they might both get it. Yeah. Because you have CBS and NBA, like they might, ooh, that would have been bad. Maybe not. It's a little different. We talked about that too. Yeah. But, no, uh, I think it's definitely yeah. going to be Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. You like Top Gun movie, didn't you? I did. Yeah. It was good. You said something early on before you had seen the movie. It's been a while, right? How we I both feel seen about it. Tom Cruise? No, not Tom oh, Cruise. Okay. You said it was critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. So it took you, you took other people telling you that you should see this movie for you to send people. People I trust. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who do you trust? Oh, I mean, you know. Siskel and Ebert kind of thing? Are they still alive? I don't know. <laughs> I, well, yeah, we could look at that. Not, rest in peace. No, yeah. I don't give a shit. I think one of them. You don't them need to look it up. Don't waste energy. You don't give a shit. That's terrible. I do. That's not about them personally. It's just yeah. like, I'm moving on. I've this is a sidetrack. This bothered me. Okay. Is this your rant? Is this it's your not, outrage? It's not. When are we going to get to the outrage? No, it's a new outrage, I think. Okay. So yesterday, mm-hmm. as we were recording this, Indiana Representative Jackie Walorski uh-huh. died in a car accident, tragically. Oh. Two of her staffers were in there, younger people. Yeah. Died. So it was announced on social media. It was announced wherever. It's awful, right? Jeez. She's a Republican, GOP. That's like very support. It's terrible. So I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer. It's very sad, yeah. right? You go to social media, mm-hmm. USA Today, any new CNN, it doesn't matter. They're all, and this is just like someone lost their life. Multiple people lost yeah. their life. Families are impacted. You have people on Twitter that are like, just, like could care less or are happy that someone, and I guess it's Twitter, it could right. be bots, it could be the Russian, who knows? It doesn't matter. It's the fact that like people are shitting on this post yeah. and being like, well, that's one less we have uh-huh. to worry about. And just like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. What is wrong with people? Well, they probably regret it and try and delete it afterwards. No, there's a lot. It's not like one or two and Twitter's I get it assessment. and people are, it's all of it. Yeah. But Twitter's got some good things. I'm just saying like, but these are, it's not all bots. 
No. Some of these are real people. But there's a lot, lot of them. Are high. I mean, but they have there an are. extraordinary. That was one of the things when Elon did the audit. But it's just fucked up, though, that people would do that. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. you might hate this person. Like, you could hate Joe Biden, but you want anything tragic to happen to the guy. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah. And these people on social media are just like acting like, like this is everything. Like, someone lost their life and you're going to get on Twitter Dude. and you're going to have these comments and be like, didn't know who this person was. I can fucking care less. Or they say, well, that, thank goodness. Like, yeah. we don't need that. And you're like, man, these people, like, talk about self-awareness. Like, they're so far gone. And again, this could happen on the other side as well. So mm -hmm. I'm not just saying it's just the far left. It could be the no, far yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. It's like, well, this person deserved it because they were at, like, are you serious? Like, head-on collision driving and someone crossed the median and hit their car and yeah. all three of them died. Yeah. It's fucking tragic. Yeah, I'm swearing. Because yeah. it pissed me off when I read it. And I was like, well, you could respond to it. But like, what are you responding to? That's like pulling up to someone who's got a gun. Like, they don't care. Right. They don't care about their life. They don't care about your life. So it's like, what are we doing here? But that's how bad it's gotten. It's like, makes you think like, we're in a bad spot in some ways. Yeah. So in we, that regard, it's like, I'm not saying, well, you know, it's like, oh, we'll move to Canada. Or like, well, then go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Oh, they're doing great. <laughs> go live under, you know. Yeah. 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 Trudeau. So what you're saying is you want me to delete my tweet. Wow. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You yeah. would not do that because you want to be here. Because yeah. I just showed you a little bit of anger right there. It wasn't like... Yeah. Yeah. No, it was really good. Here's my way to get back is to talk about it and to put this on notice. Well... Not them on notice, but like people look around and be like, here's why do we need look, that? Uh, yeah, look, thank look, you. Here's, here's the thing. Save I'm gonna, me. I'm going to save you right now. Okay. This goes back to something. I'm going to add a second rule here, but something that, you know, some of the best advice I ever got and I give it to a lot of people is this, is that you have to dramatically lower your expectations of other people. Again, talked about that earlier. That's right. Yeah. And I always have to come right back with this and say, it's not a negative. I don't say that because I have a negative outlook of people. What I mean is that I think we put too many unrealistic expectations on other people that do not share the same goals, outlooks, or the interests that you do, which is just, nobody's yeah. going to be passionate about, like we've talked about this before, and I don't know if it was on the podcast or not, talking about ownership and employees. I mean, you had several employees with your business prior to the pandemic. And one of the things that you and I would go back and forth on was the expectations that you had of them of taking a sense of ownership over their job. But the reality is, is that they would never do the work to a certain standard because they're not actual owners in the business. You can never expect them to have that same type of vision and outlook. They're not going to give a shit. They're self-interested, just like most people are. Now, having a shared goal or shared interest and you're working together towards that, that's what makes people, organizations successful, right? Yeah. So when you look at things that are like Twitter, these are people who, you know, if they're actual people and not bots, right? I have zero expectations. You know, to be trolled becomes kind of funny, but it's, yes, is what they say completely insensitive and off-base? Of course it is. But some people are just shitty. Yeah. You know, yeah. and some bots are really shitty. Yeah. So I say if you keep your expectations low and give no airtime to just shitty people, awesome. Helps you. Because they're looking yeah. for a reaction, right? I get it. And I, yeah. and I appreciate that. But I agree that it is tasteless and it's awful. I just think no. it needs to be, because I can like get past that. And I agree with you. Yeah. And I do appreciate the session real quick. Pay you later. Definitely. For sure. Anytime. Because I think when you see that, they're like, okay, I want to talk about it. Yeah. And you know what? We have the platform. Savers of the metaverse, talk about Damn it. Right. You've been asking for outrage. I've been like looking for it. I like know. you actually like sent me on a path of like looking for outrage. So I, I know. Found Good some. job. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah. But that wasn't the outrage you text me about. It wasn't. Day, but but we we're talking about waiting to Top happen. Gun. Somehow we went on this path because we're talking about yeah, critically acclaimed. Listening to people like I get yeah. my you know. You had seen the first one yeah. here and there. 
and you'd only seen it on TV. You, you I'd talked seen about the, the edited for television version, right? But you, you know. then you saw the actual movie. I did right before as an adult. As an adult, yeah. And did you feel a sense of like the first half of Top Gun Maverick, the new movie? Mm-hmm. Like it was like playing the first movie over. Like it was all a repeat in a different way. With like thirty years, how many years yes, later? Yes, but I think they did it right. Like they didn't yeah, yeah. overdo it. Yeah. But little, they were just showing like there's aspects of it that were like, okay, I get it. Like you know So what did you love most about that movie? Oh man, I don't know if I had like a most. You do that a lot. Like rank this, what's the most? Yeah, every I it's all know. data for me, man. I'm just yeah. like ranking everything. I rank yeah. friends. Yeah. I rank, you know. <laughs> there was that Seinfeld kids. episode where they rank who you like the most based on who's on your caller ID list. Like there's no <laughs> <laughs> who's on your favorite list and I actually said that to you if you yeah, answered the phone when I called you I listened to your message yeah I, I called you because I was thinking like if we're hosting a podcast together you might yeah. be worthy of being on my favorites list am I on yours? I'm not sure but you know what I figured you would know no what are you talking about I wouldn't know yeah. this is crazy that's craziness yeah you know I mean clearly people love the fact that that was like real live not live but it was Did real action I'm calling you right now oh my do not disturb Oh man, because I'm I was on a podcast right now. Favorites list, okay. I should have a outgoing voicemail. I'm recording. A, I mean, it should probably just be the whole time because that's all I do now. What record podcasts? I know. Seriously. That's all I want to do. Okay, then in the metaverse. Yeah, I want to know how to do that. I'm so confused. <laughs> metaverse sometimes though, like yeah, you understand, okay. and everyone is. Hey, do yeah. you think every savior knew? We're what already in the metaverse, into? by the way. We didn't talk about like Roblox and all the stuff. Like we're growing up with was it Gen Z and then. Alpha generation or generation alpha? The That's, fuck, they've yeah. already got the other one coming up behind. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah, you would too. know. You were all into that stuff. No, I wasn't into it. I kind of just, I was aware mm-hmm. of it because yeah. uh, it's just how people... I know, but... Because again, well, people want to categorize and rank. Yeah. No, I'm up. No, oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, sorry. Yeah, it's your turn. No, but Roblox. You go. Like these kids are growing up in... I know my kids. What, what's the other one? Fortnite, obviously. And well, I haven't heard much about Minecraft. Fortnite, yeah, Minecraft. That's These cool. are like, they are metaverses. It's happening. Roblox is a cesspool of pedophiles that pretend to be children. Mm, all of them? I don't know. That's a generalization. It's because it's not. <laughs> I know. My kids are in there. Yeah. Have you played Roblox? No. You never dabbled with them? I do. Uh-uh. Adopt no, me? No, Minecraft. I've done Adopt Me with my daughters. Where you become a baby? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, yeah. You, some fetish yeah. shit right there. No, no, no. You, like, you have a baby, like a cat. You have a baby. Like you, and then you hatch the baby, and then you just grow, and then we just mess around. Oh, that's and weird. my daughter's like, yeah, that's right. I want to see what's going on. Yeah. Like if you want to understand what they're doing, like go play Fortnite to see what it is and see what the people are saying and get on I've the mic. There's a lot of cursing on that. And like, I God, know. You know what sucks? And I played it because my daughter was away. So I was like, had to update the game or whatever. So I just went in. I was like, oh, I'll play a game real quick. Mm-hmm. And you're like messing around, you're looking for weapons. And then like out of nowhere, you just get killed. Yeah. And you never saw it coming. You're like, God, again, I can't speak from experience. I've never played. But you don't get killed in the way that's not like violent kill. It's just like the game's over. Yeah. You place 36 and then they see and they come and take all your shit. You just accumulate it. It's like, it's and you watch them. I play one game when I play very frequently or not frequently. Did you get shot while you're landing? No, no, no. I've never played Fortnite. I literally have never played. There's one game that I'll play and I play maybe 20 minutes at a time. If I get a chance to. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man. It's a a video game? Yeah. It totally fits like the stereotype of men in their 40s. Like, well, I mean, I play sports games. I like those. God, I don't play those. Yeah, I know you didn't. Those take too much time. Like, I get it. You play like a James Bond first-person shooter That's game. Funny, James Bond. That. Yeah. Call of Duty. Right? Like, I was going to say that. I it's swear so it was typical on. of like yeah. guys like that fit my demographics. Like, yeah, I'll play some Call that of Duty. Game. So I've got on there before, and I've heard the people like I don't play. Oh, but I've I seen, keep the mic off. Oh, it is so just, racist it, and so obnoxious. I cannot believe the shit people are saying. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. And I'm like, and we don't let our kids play it. Yeah, that's a violent game. It is. Yeah, that's like war. 
It's yeah. like a hard time watching that stuff. Like my son yeah. was like, I'm going to watch Saving Private Ryan. I'm like, no, oh, I don't, I don't think I can watch that. No, man. I mean, I tell you what, on a real level. So, you know, I've shared with you, I mean, during the pandemic, prior to the pandemic and most of the time over the pandemic, most of my work was down at Fort Bragg and I had the opportunity to work with a lot of guys that have become like family, you know, growing up in the army. There's a lot of connections there, but these guys are special operators who have been multiple combat tours. Great guys, for sure. But the more you start to see what this does to their bodies, to their minds. I mean, again, I don't want to paint a picture of like some helpless man who's on the street, which there's a lot of veterans that are on the street. I mean, these guys, for the most part, you would have no idea that they struggle with some of the things they struggle with. But when you look at the wear and tear that is put on their bodies, they're incredible professionals. When you watch movies or shows that are depicting you know, Green Berets, Delta Force, Navy SEALs. Like Amazon just had one come out recently called oh, yeah. Terminal List. Yep. And I watched that and I was like, oh, you know, I get it. It's all Hollywood. But as you're watching it, the thing that I'm thinking about watching that movie mm-hmm. and just what's going on is most people go look at them and say, oh, this is badass. He's getting revenge. The thoughts that go through my head are like, this dude's going to be fucked up for a long time. Yeah. You know, just because you cannot do all that stuff and walk away being like, yeah, I'm a badass and glad I did that. Right. So... That's Chris Pratt's movie. And I saw the trailer. I heard it's him violent, interviewed. Yeah. And I saw like the first few minutes mm-hmm. and like some really bad shit went down. Yep. And now he's like on a revenge tour or something yeah. like that. And it's to your exactly that. You're like, no matter what happens here, however he comes out of this, yeah. this is bad shit that just happened. Yeah. Like there's not a happy ending in no. that. Like even if he wins and saves the day, which I'm sure he does or whatever, I don't know. Don't tell me the spoiler alert, but- No, I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, I'm not no, going I know to. But mean. I just think about, so working with these guys, being a part of a documentary that is around this treatment that I got, that SGB, the stellate ganglion block, and all this stuff will come out when the documentary comes out. But in our trip up to Chicago, you know, seven Green Berets, mm. uh, I think most of them were still active duty. One of them might've already been retired, but we're spending time up there and these guys are getting treated and, you know, you learn more of their stories and you learn about the things that need to be fixed, right? You know, it's not just counseling that is important, but you have to take this holistic approach, resetting the parasympathetic nervous system through this treatment that's phenomenal. It basically takes that fight or flight and resets it so that you're not always on edge. You're not mm-hmm. always looking around the corner. So when I watch something like, you know, the terminal list, I'm like, God, this guy's fight or flight is just on red mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you don't just stop when you've accomplished your objective. Mm-hmm. Now, you're still going to be that way when you go home. You're still going to be that way. And I just think, what's this guy's personal life when all this action is done? Again, I know it's Hollywood, but we're glorifying and magnifying something that has significant consequences in the long run, right? Mm. Significant consequences. Now, I don't say that to say that going into the army and doing this type of stuff is bad. Not at all. I mean, in another life, that was the direction maybe I went. But my wife and her great foresight told me that I was fucking crazy when I was getting close to that age limit that I was again looking into special operations. She told me I was nuts and that uh, it wasn't going to happen because I was about to be a dad. So she's done that three times actually in my life. And I'm really glad that she did because the more you get to know what's on the back end of this, you realize like it's a lot. Now, these guys would never say, I wish I didn't do it. Right. They did it. They would do it again for the most part. Some of them say they wouldn't, but you know, that was their job. But it's the aftermath that nobody actually prepares them for by saying, hey, look, you're going to be kind of fucked up in certain ways and uh, you just need to prepare yourself for that. Or what can you be doing now to mitigate some of those things? Right. So I don't know. 
thinking about these movies. I mean, Top Gun has an element to it. I mean, like if you think about like they're getting shot down yeah, in enemy territory. PTSD, man. I mean, seriously. Oh, like I was thinking about the same People thing. Missile coming at you and you're Holy in a plane. Shit. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, just to oh. think about like how fast you have to be able to react and all the things you have to remember in that situation. Right. And obviously it's like extreme, right? There's different levels of it, right? And yeah. there's not a lot of like dogfighting going on today. Right. I don't think. Well, as far as we know. As far as we know. Right. Except for with UFOs. Mm. And yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, okay. Just but, like food dye. Yeah, yeah. We've never gotten come around. <laughs> no, I've thought of, I is that done. your outrage food dye? It's not. Okay. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah, we're we're running low, so we might have to Well, I get it. Outrage next time. <laughs> but on it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. From what I heard, Top Gun did a really good job of replicating reality. They said things were possible. Like oh, there yeah, was yeah. Yeah, yeah, they said like, would that happen like when I guess you can't give away too much stuff. But right. who were the two? And they almost went they went out to see because they lost I don't yep. know, help me out. They said that typically wouldn't, but it could happen. Sure. Or when they stole the plane. Yes, that was badass. They said, would that happen? Like, they said it's not out of the realm of possibility that that right. could happen. It's unlikely, yeah. but like, it's a movie, right? So well, we again, have to go to the unlikely. If you're looking at like, so one of the things with Top Gun that I, and this is my interpretation of this, is that they are presenting the, uh, the best of the best, the elite, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know what their training is for survival right. and all that type of stuff. Right. Now, you know, stealing a plane that they know how to operate is very much like a special operations deal. Right. Right. But those guys also aren't dogfighters. They're not pilots. So you're thinking about somebody who's highly trained as a pilot to do this. I would assume maybe, who knows? So yeah, there's obviously some fantastical elements. Well, they're playing at one point. It you know was. I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. And also they're trying to survive. I mean, it's all completely plausible. Yeah. 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 There's definitely shit that's totally implausible yeah. in other movies that you're like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but that's, kind of interesting to have that to say, listen, it's not going to be like, the. it doesn't always have to be. It could be totally extreme. Of course. Yeah. As long as you, again, setting the expectations right. Yeah. Go into a movie and go, you know what? This is going to be fantastic. Will Ferrell's stepbrothers, right? <laughs> Bring it up like, this is just outrageous. But it's like, if you're going in there looking for the Oscar, no, like, I mean, okay, it's just, that's not what well, this the, is about. The Will Ferrell movie that took me a little while to really warm up to was Anchorman, the I first see, one. Yeah, yes. Because I was going in expecting it to be a one thing, yeah. obviously a comedy, yeah. but it was so incredibly stupid on so uh, many levels that I was so like, ridiculous. once I adjust the expectations, yeah. I laughed so it's hard. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Last thing. There's a great new show on HBO. And this is, maybe I've told you about this, you know, Nathan Fielder, Nathan for you. Nathan for oh, me. Oh God, no. dude, he, this guy is great. Okay. Nathan for you, Nathan Fielder. Here it is. You need to, yeah. Okay. And now he's got a new show on HBO called The Rehearsal. Okay. You've got to watch the show. This is comedy genius, by the way. Okay. What's it on? Netflix? Yeah, on Netflix, or, well, yeah, I think Nathan for you is on Hulu. Let maybe? me search it. Yeah, just look it up. It's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Nathan for you is great. Okay. Watch that. It's, oh, okay. the whole premise yeah, is stupid. Yeah, he looks familiar. This is the expression, don't go around the block to get next door. The whole show is always about Nathan Fielder going around the block to get next door. Like he's trying to solve a problem. He goes to elaborate okay. means and he just, he's this awkward guy and that's part of his full ridiculousness. Very much so, but okay. it's dry humor. Yeah. Now he's got a show on HBO called The Rehearsal okay. and they're using that stupid HBO money. So the amount of money that goes oh, into man. going around the block to get next door, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. It is so funny and okay. brilliant, but most people probably wouldn't get it. They'd be like, well, this just seems kind of dumb. But man, maybe it's maybe, so maybe good. you have uh, low expectations of people. Like you, could, you don't want to have high expectations, but then maybe you don't want to set the bar too low. Low expectations. Well, yeah. Like you think everyone wouldn't be able to handle it. No, this show was like think. made I for just, you from experience, yeah. right? Yeah. Like one There's of my a, favorite shows that of all time. Yeah, I'm going to just dominate this whole that's topic. Fine. No, it's yours. one of my favorite shows of all time <laughs> that I finally was. So my kids just started watching Bob's Burgers, okay. which is great. John Benjamin is the voice of Bob, but he's okay. been in. Is that voice. appropriate? Is that like uh, Family Guy? <laughs> I'm just curious. Oh, it's not as gross as Family Guy. Gross. It's ridiculous. Family Guy can get a little raunchy. Yeah. 
But John Benjamin is the voice yeah. for Bob. Okay. But there was other shows where he was the voice that were really great. One was called Home Movies. You can watch the whole thing on HBO. Okay. Uh, that one's really funny. The one prior to that and how I knew about him was because when I was in high school, one of my favorite shows to watch was Dr. Katz. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but it was that I know animated. I watch it though. It was yes. so good. Well, you can find all those on YouTube. Yeah. Basically, they have, it's just brilliantly done. John Benjamin was the son in that. Anyway. Yeah. So I come back full circle here to Nathan Fielder's that that kind of humor, I've just seen over the years, other people watching, I was like, oh, you got to check this out. And they're like, ah, it was okay. Yeah. Dr. Katz, Medicine Woman, right? No, no, no. What's, what's that? Dr. Katz, now that you're thinking no, of thinking, uh, Dr. No. Quinn, yeah. yeah Dr. Yeah. Katz, you know, yeah. professional therapist. Okay. But you go to okay. Dr. Katz, yeah, K-A-T-Z. Yeah. There's a new show that came out. I just randomly like looked something up mm-hmm. and it's called, I wrote it down because it's so ridiculous, Dated and Related. It's on Netflix, I think. Interesting. Dated and Related. So that's like a- Oh my God, about- thing, And they go away. <laughs> they find out they're- No, no, they're date, what is it? Like- Incest? Relation, no, it's not. But you're with your siblings- on this like remote island or something like that. And so you're looking for someone and your sister's looking for someone. Yeah, it's a show. And they said it's so like, what's the word? Cringe, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like it's pulling people in and it's like supposedly some be up some big thing. But like the name of dated and related. That's funny. That makes you think of incest. Yeah, it does. Yeah. There's another show on Netflix I watched uh, called Again, this is like when Leanne and the boys were out of town. I was like, oh, okay, I got a little extra time. It's called Snowflake Mountain. Okay. Have you seen that one? Show no. Up oh, it's, really, no. it's pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. I can only imagine. I don't know how long yeah. it's going to last. Do you used to listen to Backstreet Boys in the day? Oh, fuck yeah. no. <laughs> I know who they are. God, I never... Like, even when I was a kid, there, I remember a certain point. There was a turning point in fifth grade when all the guys one day... I remember this clearly. Like All the guys one day, all of a sudden, were telling the girls that they liked Nukas on the Block. And I was mm-hmm. looking around. I was oh, like, that's the other the one. Fuck? I didn't get the memo. Yeah. Are you kidding me? NSYNC. No, no. no. Nukas no, on the Block. I know what I'm saying, yeah. but that, those are like... Years yeah, yeah. later, those clowns yeah, came along yeah. in sync. Although Justin Clowns, Timberlake, Justin Timberlake is, is pretty he's fucking good. dope. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff happened there. Yeah. Backstreet Boys. So mm-hmm. you didn't, yeah, it wasn't yours. No, of what course if I not. told what you it was on in my car this morning? Was I would believe it. You have a yeah. daughter, two daughters. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just randomly played it. You actually have three daughters, but you won't claim that one. Mm. We'll talk about that on yeah, another, that's another time. Yeah, we've reached our limit. I think yeah. we have. We're going to have to go rage, not rage, outrage. Rage. You want to outrage against the machine? Well, no, we'll do it next time. We'll let it stew. Okay. Yeah. I like this. You like that? I like this All a right, lot. CASDM is our content production company. Why content? It's simple. Content brings people together. I've seen it play out over and over, and I want to help others explore and discover this for themselves. The experience is totally worth it. Learn more at kazdm.com. We focus on podcasts and writing, one piece of content at a time. It all starts with conversations just like this one.